The following is another Classic Hit Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. For Terry again. Just shoved to the ground to stop Connie, but she comes up, grabs the ball, shoots no good. Garcia rebound back up and in, and Jennifer is fouled. Chance for a three-point play here for Jennifer Garcia. Tonight, the Sheldon Bulldogs welcome in the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Inbound to Heinrichs, right corner. Took a couple of dribbles down the baseline and kicked it back out to the B-Dog. Back to Heinrichs. Now the three is good. And the first lead of the ball game for Wilcox Hildreth. Wilcox Hildreth split their games over their opening weekend and will battle a Sheldon program that will be christening its brand new gym this season. It's the Falcons and Bulldogs coming up next. But first, your Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Sheldon with Classic Hit Sports Director Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. And good evening once again, everyone, from Shelton High School. It's time now for our boys' game in tonight's Twin Valley versus Fort Kearney Conference battle as the Shelton Bulldogs take on the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons coming off their first-ever State Boys Basketball Tournament appearance. Now, that, of course, is since the consolidation. Uh, Hildreth had a lot of trips to the state tournament, and uh, Wilcox, not quite as many, but it had been a while since they made it down, and they had a lot of... uh, anticipation coming into this year. They only really had about a six-man rotation last year and lost four of those, but Matthew Heinrichs and Tristan Farley were the top two scorers, rebounders, but Farley tears his ACL up at the end of the football season and now has been registered out for the season. They thought with a brace that he might be able to go, and uh, Coach Heinrichs told me before the game that they tried it earlier this week. It didn't happen, and he will apparently now have to opt for surgery. So, tough break there for Wilcox-Hildreth. And after that, uh, they get a little bit younger. A lot of freshmen and sophomores on this ball club. For Shelton, only nine young men that are out for varsity basketball, but they've got some good ones, and they hope to be able to stay up to uh, the pressure and rebound the ball tonight against a little bit taller Wilcox-Hildreth team. With our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda, and this is the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take a look at the starting lineups right after this. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. 
Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Falcons, number five is the leading scorer, six foot four senior Matthew Heinrich. Number 10 is a five foot 11 inch freshman, and that is A.J. Jenkins. Number 14, six foot sophomore Caleb Springer. Number 15, a six foot junior Lance Aspergen. And number 31, six foot junior Jackson Van Lanningham. The head coach of the Falcons, Brett Heinrich, assisted by Blake Farenbrook and Brett Penny. The Falcons are one and one on the season, defeating Elwood, falling to SCM. They were ranked as high as number nine in the preseason. For Shelton, number one is six-foot junior Jaden Ullman. He's the leading scorer at 20.5 points. Number four, 5'11", senior Evan Clark. Number 10, 5'9", sophomore Colin Niebach. Number 20, 5'10", senior Jared Mulebach. And number 24, six-foot sophomore Kyle Roche. The head coach is Marcus Donner, assisted by Seth Jensen, also one-and-one, falling to Elm Creek and defeating Franklin. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're ready to get things going. No messing around here. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. The opening tip will be controlled by Shelton, and they'll try and post up Rosh immediately, kick it back out of the corner to Jaden Ullman. Back between the circles, and it looks like Wilcox Hildreth is going to play man-to-man defense here early on. Off the screen, driving in. Jared Mulebox, scoop shot good, but they'll wave it off and say that there was a hand check foul before he turned the corner. That's good on Saturdays, but not on high school nights. You can see that in College County, a hand check foul will be called on A.J. Jenkins, the freshman trying to fight off the screen. Inbounds pass into the corner to Mulebach. He'll give it off to Evan Clark. Clark skip pass over the top. Ullman has to go high in the air to grab it. Forces it into the paint. Turn around, fadeaway. Jumper is up and in for Evan Clark. First bucket of the ball game goes to Shelton, and they lead it by a count of 2 to nothing. They'll put on a little... Man-to-man, or is it going to be a zone trap? It's a zone trap. Gets deflected. Van Lanningham takes a quick shot. It's no good, and the ball is rebounded by Evan Clark. Knocked out of his hands, but it stays with Shelton. So the Bulldogs up by an early count here of 2 to nothing. and as we said, both teams have a couple of kids that can score the basketball. Shelton has averaged 54.5 points in their first two games. It's just that Elm Creek put up 66 on them, and they held Franklin to 33. Mulebach on the high one four, tries the screen, and Jenkins is going to be called for a little body foul on him again, and that's going to be two quick fouls on the freshman Jenkins. And so Garrett Ortgiesen will check into the ball game, a 6-1 sophomore. Just a minute in, that's a tough one. Thursday night football, Minnesota's up 7-3 on Arizona. Two minutes to go first quarter on ESPN Radio, 14-60 and 15-50. Shelton spreads the floor against the man-to-man. Look for a lot of screen away and screen and rolls. Ullman at the top of the circle. Starts right, dribbles left. A wild shot in the lane. That time will not go. Ross tries to grab the rebound, but steps out of baseline. And Wilcox Hildreth will bring it in. Earlier tonight, the UNK women pick up a 89-75 win at Southwest Baptist. The men's game just underway. 12-19 remaining, 9-4 in a low-scoring start. The Lopers have the lead. Here it's 2-0 Shelton, 90 seconds in, and we'll get a three-pointer from Aspergen up and in. Lance decided, hey, that looks good. I'm going to fire it up and drain it. And Wilcox Hildreth tries to put some pressure on his Mulebach, hustles it up the floor, top of the circle. He'll give it to Clark, swings it over to Mulebach, way out on the right wing, man-to-man guarded there by Ortgiesen. Off the screen, they get it down to Roche. 
Rosh on the low block, right side, tough shot on the rim, won't go, rebound brought down by Heinrichs. And Matt will bring the ball up the floor himself. He can handle it for a 6'4 kid. Out of the wing, another three, and this one is good by Ortgiesen. So two back-to-back threes here, and Wilcox Hildreth is up 6-2 with 5.45 to go in the first quarter. Mulebach running the point. They spread the lane. He wants to attack the hoop, gets tripped, throws it up. It rolls off the rim, will not go. He'll get two free throws. Secondary help was the one that got the foul that time. Jackson Van Lanningham trying to slide over and help after Mulebach got by his man. Three early fouls here on the Falcons, and at the line to shoot two is Mulebach. First one for Jared is on the way, and he spins it up there and in three for the first time here for Shelton. For Mulebach, he's put up 12 points through the first two games, averaging second free throw off the front of the rim. No good. Ullman out, leaps everybody, gets the rebound, but can't score, and it'll be pulled back down by Matt Heinrichs. I think Matt was a little surprised that Jaden got in there. Transition three, corner on the way. Ortgies, and that time it will not go. Fight for the loose ball, and it's grabbed by Evan Clark. That's a key to this basketball game. will be rebounding. You don't expect Shelton to out-rebound Wilcox Hildreth, but they can't get killed on the boards. Ball gets away from the Bulldogs, but Clark will take it as it's saved by Mulebach. Get it to the right side to Ullman. Loses his dribble and finds Rosh outside of the arc. Dump it inside Clark. Trying to post up. Turnaround jumper off the glass. Too strong. Rebound brought down by Aspergren. 6-3. Three minutes in in favor of Wilcox Hildreth on a couple of threes. And Ortgies an open three again. That is no good. And Evan Clark flies in there to grab his third rebound. So the Falcons hit their first two, miss their next two. Mielbach head down all the way to the rack, and it's blocked out of bounds by Heinrich. So you look at just having nine kids suited up. Shelton is still going to go 100 miles an hour if they can. We saw the Silver Lake girls Tuesday night only able to play about five or six and want to get up and down the floor. That's okay in the first couple of quarters, but can you keep it going for four quarters? Mielbach dribbling in place off the inbounds. Trying to clear it out against Garrett Ortgiesen, who had to come in after the two quick fouls on Jenkins. Gives it to Colin Nemock. Nemock between the circles, hands it back to Clark on a give-and-go. They try to lob it into Nemock, and it's deflected out of bounds by Aspergren. And now to the bench goes Coach Donner. And checking in will be Case Terry and Dalton Warren. And getting a breather will be Rosh and Nemock. Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. They'll box the lane to throw it in. And to throw it in will be Warren. Quickly in the corner to Ullman looking for his first outside jumper. He's 0 for 1. Kicks it back into the corner to Terry. He started to drive and goes back. Terry now loses his dribble. Throws it into the lane. It's well covered. In is Lance Grauerholtz, and he knocks it away. And we have the first turnover of the contest on Shelton. And Grauerholtz into the lane. Throws it up and in. Lance just getting in there. His first shot. And the first two-point bucket here for the Falcons, 8-3. to three. Three-pointer Mulebach. He'll rotate it up there, no good. Backside rebound, grabbed by Case Terry, and he has to throw it off the foot of a defender just to save the possession, which he does. And Shelton will try again. Evan Clark with the only bucket of the ball game so far for the Bulldogs, down 8-3 to three with 3.48 to go here in quarter number one. Off the inbound, they'll get it to Ullman in the corner. Heinrichs on him, so 
They know who to cover. It's going to be a tough one tonight for Jay Nolman. They'll have to work him off some screens. So Mielbach goes to work down the middle of the lane. Scoop shot, no good. Ball deflected out long, and it's grabbed by Caleb Springer. He wanted to go to the other end and lost it to Mielbach. One on three into the hands that time of the Falcons. And they're going to give it to Wilcox. Hildreth off the Heinrichs block. It looked like Clark tried to save it. They called it out of bounds. So Clark must have stepped out of bounds before he could gain possession. Heinrichs top of the key. There's the three-pointer on the way. No good. Boxed out hard. The rebound comes to Muehlbach, and here comes the track meet again. He'll give it up to Ullman. Ullman attacks the paint, and again, we've got a foul before he can get to the rack. Going to go on Lance Aspergren. His first four fouls on the Falcons, none so far on Shelton. The Bulldogs to take it out underneath their own hoop. Still looking. Kick it on the wing to Ullman. And stepping across the line, throwing it in. So Shelton wanted to throw it in quickly and have the inbounder in Warren get posted up. And he forgot to get rid of the basketball before he came across the baseline or the end line. And a turnover. So back over to the Falcons. Wilcox Hildreth kicks it out, looking at the three, then the baseline's wide open, going in for the layup and scoring Caleb Springer. The eyes focused in the wrong place that time for Shelton. Two guys jumped at one and went, uh-oh, and everybody noticed it. It's 10-3. Shelton basketball between the circles. Jared Muehlbach haven't been able to get much to go here, obviously, in this first quarter to Clark. Clark holds the ball right side of the key. Starts to dribble, but really nowhere to go. Guarded out there by Springer. Swings it back over to Ullman. Jaden, crossover. They want a timeout. And a timeout will be called here to try and get some offense going for Coach Donner. So offense hasn't been the problem, but right now it is. 10-3, Wilcox Hildreth with 2.28 to go in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Where else can you get so much great food for such an affordable price? Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge in sunny downtown Gibbon. For years, they've prided themselves in being more bang for the buck and making homemade food fresh right there. Like their famous prime rib dinners or their huge jumbo ham-breaded shrimp. What about the freshest salad and fruit bars around? Make the drive to sunny downtown Gibbon and be a part of great family, food, and tradition. And welcome back to high school basketball here at Shelton. Again, I want to say a big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Blaze and all the folks here for their hospitality. Out of the Shelton timeout, it will be Clark to take it to the rack, and it's blocked again by Matt Heinrichs, his third already. It ends up going out of bounds, but before that, fighting for the loose ball, we've got a push called, and it's going to be on Ort Giesen, his first and 15 foul on Wilcox Hildreth. Still a clean slate so far for Shelton. Into the ball game for the Bulldogs, Dan Romero. Romero working on the baseline, but it's going to be Clark for a three. Top of the key, got it. Evan has both buckets here for Shelton, and that snaps the long drought of nearly five minutes. Ten to six, Wilcox Hildreth. Heinrichs top of the circle. Shelton trying to man up here. Heinrichs backs in, then leaves it off underneath for Springer. To Springer, Springer will lay it up and in. Soon as the double down was made, Heinrichs was able to throw over the top, and it's 12-6. Falcons with that six-point lead. Top of the key, Clark again, off the screen for the three, but can't get back-to-back, and the rebound will be brought down 
by Heinrichs. Matt Adams scored, but he's got three boards, three blocks here in the first quarter. Over to Aspergren, back to Heinrichs, into the paint, forces his way down, has the shot blocked by Clark, picked back up by Springer. It's no good. Picked back up by the big fella. No good. Heinrichs finally is fouled. Grauerholtz got it the first time, and now Heinrichs will go to the line and shoot a pair of free throws. Dad encouraging him on. Of course, that's okay when he's also your coach. It's okay anytime, but... uh, it's double-edged right there as the free throw is up and in. Heinrichs has his first point of the ball game, and it is 13-6. Second free throw on the way, and it rolls in. So Heinrichs gets them both, and it's 14-6 Falcons now with their biggest lead of the first quarter at eight points. And Clark has it taken away, getting ready to shoot it, ripped out of there by Springer. Third turnover for Shelton. Heinrich stops the top of the key, gives it off to Aspergren, overload to the right side, down to the block, Springer, drop the basketball, all five defenders are on him, and a three-second violation will finally be called. First turnover for Wilcox-Hildreth, and they'll drop back to midcourt as Romero chucks it in here to Nemock. Also in there right now is Warren, Clark, and Roche. So two of the big scorers, Mulebach and Ullman, are both on the bench right now for head coach Marcus Donner. Clark in the paint, going to have to get out of there. Still in there, and there it is. <laughs> he was hearing it too, Mr. Groupie, from the sidelines. And so he was in there a long time, probably more than three, but once the official noticed it, It was definitely a three-second violation. So four turnovers now on Shelton. We're down to 35 seconds to go in the quarter. 14-6, Wilcox-Hildreth, Grauer-Holtz. Gives it to Heinrichs, backs his way into the paint, kicks it out for a three-point attempt by Orkizen, and it's off the iron, no good. And two Shelton players crash together, and then the ball deflects out of bounds. So a hustle play, but the Bulldogs not able to grab the rebound. 25 seconds to go. Falcon ball in front of the Shelton bench. Into Heinrichs, right side of the key, off the screen. Wide open down the middle of the lane, scoops it up and in. No backside help that time as Heinrichs got a good high ball screen, and it's 16-6. Falcons by 10. 10 seconds to go in the quarter. Can Shelton get one here at the end? Clark top of the circle. Gives it off to Nemock. Nemock with three, with two, has to force the shot. It's short, and that's the end. Of the first quarter of play, the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons 16, the Shelton Bulldogs 6. You're listening to Thursday Night Basketball on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hildreth, and, of course, our friends here in Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. 
Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. High School Basketball on Classic Kits, brought to you in part by Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Wilcox Hildreth will get the ball to start the second quarter, and it doesn't take him long to get it over to Ortgiesen, and Garrett will hit a little 12-footer baseline jumper from the left side, and it is 18-6 now. Shelton having trouble finding a way to score, and let's see if the starting lineup refreshed here in the second quarter can get something going. Ullman has been frustrated so far by Heinrich, so coming in and taking the shot, Nemock, no good, another one and done as the defensive board grabbed by Springer. Wilcox Hildreth had an 8-6 advantage on the boards in the first quarter. Turnovers four for Shelton, one for the Falcons. Two of six from downtown for Wilcox Hildreth, one of three for Shelton. Lob it into Springer with that brace on the left shoulder. Kicks it back out, Heinrichs, a quick three up and all that. Seven points for Matt Heinrichs. To lead all scores, 21-6. Mielbach, top of the circle, keeps moving, forces his way, scoops it up and in. Just a playground move. He says, I can take my man to the rack. And that time he was able to do so. His first bucket of the ball game. Clark has five, and Mielbach has the other three. Here's another three at the other end from Grauerholtz. Big fella can't get it to go. Rebound Heinrichs, his fifth into the paint. Turnaround jumper from eight, no good. Rebound Springer, back up, no good. And now a foul called, and it looks like Heinrichs may be the guilty party here. He ended up with the basketball anyway. And that is the case. Heinrichs with his first. Six fouls now on Wilcox Hildreth. Only one has been called on Shelton. Van Lanningham back in, and here comes A.J. Jenkins. He only played a minute in the game because of two quick fouls. So the Falcons now have their original five starters back on the floor. Heinrichs, Jenkins, Springer, Aspergren, and Van Lanningham. And the original five now back out there for Shelton as Ullman quickly drives, scoops it up, got it to go, and draws the foul. Went down the left side of the lane. Went back with his right hand, and that's what helped draw the contact. First bucket of the ball game for Ullman. And the seventh foul of the game on Wilcox Hildreth. The second on Heinrichs. Back-to-back fouls on Matt. And if he's not out there, it'll be interesting to see how the team is able to get some things done. And I think they're going to bring him out right now and put Lance Aspergren in. Free throw is good by Jaden Ullman. Makes it 21-11, to 11. Wilcox Hildreth, six and a half to go. Let's see how long Coach Heinrichs keeps Matt Heinrichs on the bench. Wilcox Hildreth given. Go Van Lanningham, nice pass underneath, and Springer is there, and Springer will lay it up and in. Six points now for Springer. Sprinting up the floor is going to be Nemock, but he's the only one. Gives it to Ullman, quick shot, no good. Tries to follow his shot, but out of bounds it goes. Quick shot that time by Shelton which is good if it goes, but when Wilcox Hildreth was all back and only two Bulldogs, you had a two-on-five on the shot. going to be tough to get any rebounds there. 23-11, Wilcox Hildreth, and the ball slides down. Trying to get a timeout is going to be Wilcox Hildreth as falling to the floor. His foot just slipped was Garrett Ortgiesen. Ortgiesen was able to at least get rid of it to his teammate and coach Heinrich says, let's use a timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
with the score, 23-11 Falcons here on Classic Hits. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. Out of the timeout, Will Cox-Hildreth will get it on the baseline and dump it into the corner to Aspergren. He'll just dribble it up top. They'll get into their offense. Springer on the right elbow, trying to look inside for Van Lanningham. He's covered. So they'll kick it up top for a three-pointer. Ortke's in no good. And the rebound brought down by Evan Clark, his team leading fourth. Up the floor, they'll go to Nemock. Nemock left corner. Back out top, Muehlbach spreading the floor. Everybody outside the arc. And a good crossover. And a hand-check foul again going to be called. Free throws coming up. And this one will be on Ortgiesen, his second. So Wilcox-Hildreth having trouble guarding Muehlbach, man up. Ortgiesen and Jenkins each have been whistled for two fouls trying to guard him. And now free throws coming up for Muehlbach. They'll call it a one-and-one, and and it's up and in. Two for three now at the line for Muehlbach. 23-12, Wilcox-Hildreth. Coming up at the half, we'll talk about the girls' victory for Wilcox-Hildreth with head coach Cody Whipke. They won it 53-18. Second free throw is up and in by Muehlbach. And he now has five points, 23-13. But can Shelton force a couple of stops here? Looks like they're starting to get their offense looking a little bit better. Entry pass to Van Lanningham, swatted away by Ullman. In other basketball tonight, Adams Central and Kearney Catholic girls all finished. In fact, they had a running clock, and this is a pretty big surprise. 68-17 Kearney Catholic, and Adams Central is going to win some games this year. So the season opener for Kearney Catholic, and they crushed the Adams Central girls 68-17. We'll see Kearney Catholic up at Ord tomorrow night in a doubleheader on ESPN 1460. Right now, Heinrichs with a basketball. With the left-hand dribble, corner, baseline, cut off, out to Van Lanningham. Good man-to-man defense right now for Shelton. Wilcox Hildreth being patient, trying to post up Heinrichs. Entry pass, guarded by Muehlbach, double-team. Ullman sneaks around from behind and slaps it away. Now Jaden tries to go all the way to the other end, and a charge. And a great set down there by Ortgiesen, because that was a big collision. And Jaden will get his first personal foul, and that is the First foul of the game, second foul of the game on Shelton. The freight train was coming through. It's actually going to be the second on Ullman. He had the other one. So two on Jaden. Could not finish on the steal. Wilcox Hildreth getting a little bit more patient now. They really want to post up Springer and Heinrichs. They're moving the ball quickly. Packing it in. Van Lanningham in the lane. His 10-footer no good. And it's going to be grabbed by the Bulldogs. Rosh with his first board. Off to Muehlbach. Takes it to the rack. Wrap around. Thought he had Clark. But stepping in between is A.J. Jenkins to make the steal. Heinrichs will slowly dribble up the floor. Now once more. 360 move in the paint. Tries to make the bounce pass inside. Will we get a kick? Yes. A lot of driving addition right now because you are seeing help. You're seeing the double. And we've seen some really good passes to find the open man. 
as Terry and Warren return to the lineup here for Shelton. Wilcox Hildreth underneath their own hoop to throw it in. A 10-point lead midway through the second quarter. Looking for Van Lanningham. He has to come all the way out to the left corner to get it. Guarded by Clark. One dribble. Throws it in to Springer. Fadeaway jumper from six is good. Eight points for Caleb Springer. 25-13 Falcons. Mulebach up the floor. The paint open. He just puts his shoulder down. And this time it's off the front of the rim. Can't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Jenkins. Wide open. and hits a 10-footer. And Shelton may need to burn another timeout right here. That was a tough little sequence of events there. Four points and a missed layup as Clark gets it inside. Back out top, they'll go to the sophomore, Case Terry. Tries to get it inside to Ullman, and we're going to get a jump ball. The arrow pointing the way of the hometown Shelton Bulldogs. Here on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 27-13, Wilcox-Hildreth in the girls' game. The Falcons won 53-18. We'll recap that look at a lot of the other scores coming up at the half. Right now, Shelton will take it in underneath their own hoop. Bounce pass to Ullman. Finally got a look at a three, and it's in and out. He hasn't had a look, so he had to put it up pretty quick. Offensive rebound, though, by Rosh. Kyle in the right-hand corner. They sag. He'll take the three. Got it. Kyle Rosh with the second three of the game for Shelton. And that always gets the fans going. Three-pointers, dunks, block shots. The top three out of five crowd pleasers. Of course, free popcorn, also a crowd pleaser usually. Get it inside the big fellow Wilcox Hildreth and Lance Grauer holds it set on the rim, wouldn't go. Offensive board, Springer wouldn't go. And coming out of there with it is Dalton Warren. And Warren doesn't have numbers, so he'll slow up, finds Ullman. Ullman will put the head down, come in, scoop shot, rolls off the rim, no good. Offensive rebound, Warren right underneath the hoop, no, and then Ullman is fouled. They just kept on battling. And that might be the third on Heinrichs. Let's see who it is. It's going to be called on Aspergren. Because Heinrichs, Jenkins, and Ortgiesen already have two fouls apiece out there. And now so does Lance Aspergren. At the line to shoot two. Ullman, first one good. Four points now for Jaden. And back in is Clark. Shelton is that kind of team the way they are playing. They could go on an 8-10 point run in a hurry, but... They have not done that yet. Second free throw too strong for Ullman. And the long rebound comes out to the man who committed the foul... Aspergren gets his second. Two and a half to go before halftime. Wilcox Hildreth 27 and Shelton 13. The Falcons been up by as many as 15, so see if Shelton can get any closer by halftime. Heinrichs at the top of the circle. Coach Brent Heinrichs called out a play. The kids aren't running the same play, so he says let's change the play and they'll reset. Matthew at the top of the circle. Swings it on the weak side, right side to Ortgiesen. Looking for some screens. Over to Heinrichs. Puts the ball on the floor. Driving on Mulebach. And we've got a foul before the shot. Looks like Mulebach put a hand on him. Or else somebody else stepped in there to try and help out. And that is the case. And they're going to call that on Ullman. And he's got all three fouls here. On Shelton. Yeah, I think that is the wrong guy. But that's what it's going to stay, and Heinrichs on the inbounds fires the three. It's no good. The rebound brought down by Mulebach, and that's key because it's three on Ullman. He stays in there, 
Looks at a three, takes the three, off the heel, won't go, high in the air, grabbing the rebounds as Grauerholtz. He's got his third. And we have got a timeout, and the, the crowd is finally, you don't see that very often. They kept on the official, so he comes over and tells the board what the right one is. And so they do the right thing, and they do make the change. And the foul is going to be called on Jared Muehlbach. So he has one, and Ullman has two. Good job of getting it right. That's what you're supposed to do, get it right. And now Wilcox Hildreth will have the ball in a 10-point lead, and Heinrich's got free off the screen. Left-hand layup is good. And now nine points for Matthew, and it's 29-17. Wilcox Hildreth, Muehlbach, screen and roll, and another hand check. Shelton just seems to be quicker. We know that the Falcons are going to be more physical. They're a little bigger, allows them to be a little more physical. And the foul is on Ortgiesen, and he has three. No doubt the Falcons have a little more depth on the bench, even without Tristan Farley. Boy, you just look at what they're already doing out there tonight and missing the 6'5 senior. But not much you can do except uh, cheer your team on as the free throw by Muehlbach is up and in. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have the first-half stats. We'll recap the girls' game, which the Falcons won handily with head coach Cody Whipke. And we'll also take a look at the Lopers and what else has been going on today, Monday night or Thursday night football, which is 10-7 last check. Arizona got the lead back. Muehlbach now with his second free throw, and it is in. Five of six at the line, seven points now for Muehlbach. And we've got a timeout on the floor called here. Brought to you by our friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Shelton calls it 29-19. Just over two minutes to go here in quarter two on Classic Hits. When you've been around for more than a century, you understand the power of generations, the value of nurturing and developing those who will carry on the legacy of agriculture and food production. That's why the Aurora Cooperative helps young people gain the experience, expertise, and wisdom to feed the world, be good stewards, become responsible community leaders, and continue setting the example for the generations that follow. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Well, the College Football Awards show going on tonight on ESPN, and the Maxwell Award goes to Derek Henry, the running back out of Alabama. That's usually a pretty good precursor to the Heisman, which will be handed out on Saturday. Many more awards have already been handed out earlier tonight. Right now we're down. There was a minute 15 when the timeout was called, so Shelton down by 10, but Wilcox Hildreth gets it underneath. Springer posts up that time. The turnaround jumper no good. The ball is tipped out to Aspergren. Chance for a second opportunity again here for the Falcons, who continue to hit the board even on the offensive side. 29-19, 50 seconds to go, Wilcox Hildreth. Shelton trying to increase their defensive pressure off the screen. Van Lanningham gets open, and he'll drive the length of the lane and score. And for Jackson, that'll be his first bucket. 
31-19. Wilcox Hildreth trying to finish the half strong. Muehlbach tries to drive the baseline. Wanted to go with the wraparound pass. He only had one hand on it. And it slid right out of his hand and out of bounds. Turnover number six for the Bulldogs compared to just two for Wilcox Hildreth. They have taken care of the ball. One of the reasons that this team has improved over the last few years. Ball security. 20 seconds to go. Falcons are going to spread the floor. Possibly play for the last shot. Get it to A.J. Jenkins. Back to the basket at the top of the circle. 10 seconds. Dribbles 25 feet away to Van Lanningham. Seven between the circles. One dribble. Nobody moving. They're trying to post up Grauer Holtz. They get it to him. He drops it. He got it back. He's fouled with a half second left. That was the plan the whole time, but they sure cut it real close to the buzzer. And Lance will go to the line to shoot two. So .4 seconds to go. The foul called on Rosh. And these two free throws will determine our halftime score. As Lance puts the first one up. And too strong, no good. So Shelton down by as many as 15. They cut it to 10, but... Each time, Wilcox Hildreth takes another two- or three-pointer. Shot no good. Rebound brought down by Muehlbach, and that is the end of the first half of play. And Jared doing what Jared can do, did a hard of a hook shot as he could possibly do in point four, and he needed about eight more feet, and he would have swished it because it was right on line. The Wilcox Hildreth player caught it right in front of the basket. So Shelton's never going to give up. They always know and are aware of the time and situation. But right now, they just haven't got enough of those drives to finish in points, and it's Wilcox Hildreth 31 and Shelton 19. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. 
And welcome back to Shelton. A big thank you to our many fine sponsors, Athletic Director Ron Blaze and the crew here. Halftime of the boys game, Wilcox held with 31, Shelton 19, and this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Well, earlier tonight, the Lady Falcons went to 2-1 and one on the season with a 53-18 win over Shelton. Coach Cody Whipke joins us here at the half and coach uh, a game that was you were supposed to win and you got everybody into the ball game and everybody did something for you in the ball game tonight it's early in the season so you want to work uh, the starters as much as you can uh, I guess just your overall thoughts on all 14 of your girls uh, I like the way our starters came out tonight uh, last week our first two games we didn't really come out with a lot of intensity to begin the game uh, and that was one of our main goals coming in tonight was establish uh, the type of game that we want to play in the first two, three minutes, and I think we, we did a very good job of that, uh, both in the first quarter and coming out in the second half to start the third quarter. You, know, you obviously wanted to get the ball inside. Shelton played a pretty tough 1-3-1 early on in this basketball game. They made it tough on you, and then when you made the substitutions, it seemed like the fresh legs about four minutes in got you kick-started. Yeah, we wanted to come out and try and run on them. That's when we feel like we're at our best is when we can get out in front of the defense and get some layups. Uh, beginning of the game they did a pretty good job of getting their girls back and preventing us from doing that and they like you said they really packed it in uh inside on ashley and and cameron and we needed our guards to step up and hit some outside shots and uh that's exactly what happened so that was that was great for us you're you've got a lot of kids that i know that you can play and their two highest scores tonight actually did come off the bench and sophie gruel and bridget beisel yeah that was a pleasant surprise um you know last week we started sophie uh at the three spot she can kind of go three or four for us and uh we just went with the matchups tonight Shelton's a little bit smaller so we inserted Sarah Earhart in for her and brought Sophie off the bench and she flourished at that four spot and Bridget did a great job out on the wing um you know when we brought Sophie and Megan Jeldon in uh they still packed it on us and Bridget did a great job of knocking down some outside shots we're talking with Wilcox Hill with girls coach Cody Whipke who just finished up their three-game road trip to start the season uh by picking up the win uh tonight compared Overall, in the first three games, Coach, you said there's a lot of those things. You're making turnovers. The free throws still weren't great tonight. Uh, just you named four or five things that are going to be the difference between being a, a good team and a potentially great team that could once again compete for a conference championship. So what did you see from that aspect tonight? Uh, well, like you said, the free throws still were not good. Um, we're 10 for 28 tonight, which is uh, about 36%, which, believe it or not, actually raises our season average. Uh, first two nights we shot 33% both games, so I think we're up to 34 now, maybe or something like that. Um, that to me, that's the biggest thing we got to improve going forward. Um, you know, if we made more free throws last week uh, up in Sumner, it's it's a ball game. We give ourselves a chance late, but we were six for 18, and so we were we were out of it. Talk a little bit about the three games. You're going to have five in a row now before Christmas since uh, you host your own holiday tournament, but Alma's going to be a very stern test for you tomorrow, and then Arapahoe and Pleasanton uh, next week. Talk about that three-game stretch before the holiday. Uh, Alma tomorrow night is going to be, a, like you said, a big test for us. They've played pretty well their last two games. They really gave Elm Creek a test Tuesday night. Uh, they're a big physical team, uh, a lot like us, I think, and they're very physical rebounders. That's what they do best is go to the offensive boards. Um, and they got good guards that can shoot. Maddie Brew played excellent against Elm Creek Tuesday night. We're going to have to make sure we find her and not let her get going from the outside. Um, looking ahead, next Thursday we got Arapaho. 
Uh, the Eichenberger girl is back for them. She plays pretty well. Uh, got a good guard in Elena Whipple. She's pretty quick. Uh, other than those two, I really don't know what they have. Haven't had a chance to watch them on film too much yet. Um, and then next Saturday, we got Pleasanton. Um, two very good players in Carrie Bauer and Autumn Pritchard. Uh, we know right away that we got to contain those two if we want to have a chance uh, to beat them because they're going to play very tough, physical, in-your-face defense like they always do. And, um, you know, if we can shut down Bauer and Pritchard, we're going to give ourselves, a, we feel like, a pretty good chance to beat them. All right, Coach. Well, uh, I know we always like the home cooking, so uh, let's get you home for the rest of the year, uh, December at least. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Uh, congratulations. Way to take care of business tonight. Thank you very much. That's the head girls coach at Wilcox Hildreth and Cody Whipke. They were led by Sophie Gruel with 13 points. Bridget Beisel with 11 tonight. Leading rebounder was Ashley Nichols, but uh, 13 different kids had a rebound tonight for Wilcox Hildreth. Nine points for Tristan Stopcott. He led the way for Shelton. We'll give you the boys' halftime stats in a moment. 31-19 Wilcox Hildreth. This is the Roberto Sanitation Halftime Report. Hi, this is Ron Wall with Cargill Ag Horizons Marketing Services, better known as CAMS. As a personal marketing manager, I bring Cargill's global knowledge to your home or office by delivering unique insights that can benefit your operation. When you work with CAMS, you have expert marketers working for you so that you can concentrate on the business of farming. To learn more about how our disciplined approach to risk management can benefit your operation, call me at 402-710-1200. Cargill, helping farmers prosper. Today's sports broadcast is brought to you by the State Bank of Hildreth, your locally owned independent bank. See the State Bank of Hildreth for ag operating lines, real estate loans, commercial and consumer loans. The State Bank of Hildreth member FDIC, the small town bank with features of the big city banks. We still know all our customers by name and can handle all of your loans, checking and saving account needs without even traveling out of town. Best of luck to all area athletes. Let's take a look now at the halftime stats, and we will start on the boys' side for the Shelton Bulldogs. Jaden Ullman has four points, two rebounds. Case Terry has a rebound. Evan Clark, five points, four rebounds, and a block. Dalton Warren has two rebounds. Jared Mulbach has seven points, three rebounds, and Kyle Rosh hit a three-pointer. He has two rebounds. Six points in the first quarter, 13 in the second at the half, 19 points, 14 rebounds. They are 7 of 9 at the free throw line, 2 of 6 from three-point land, and 6 turnovers for Shelton. For Wilcox Hildreth, Matthew Heinrichs leads the way with 9 points, 5 rebounds, 3 blocks. A.J. Jenkins has a rebound. Garrett Ortgiesen, 7 points. 8 points for Caleb Springer and 4 rebounds. Lance Aspergren has hit a 3-point bucket. He's got 3 rebounds. Jackson Van Lanningham, 2 points. And Lance Grauerholtz, 2 points three rebounds 16 points in the first quarter 15 in the second at the half 31 points 16 rebounds two out of four at the free throw line three of ten from three-point land and two turnovers at the half Wilcox held with 31 Shelton light Shelton 19 you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! 
AgTech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer, Reggie and Chad Orgitsa. They know what it means to offer full-service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgitsen with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technology is what they do. A very proud supporter of the Wilcox-Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. We're underway in the second half here on Classic Hits. Wilcox Hilda turned it over on their first possession, and Muehlbach will drive and score as we come back to join you. Actually, Aspergen looked like he was going to shoot it, so everybody turned to box out, and he threw it inside, and nobody was watching. And we come to the other end, and Muehlbach now has his ninth point, 31 to 21. Wilcox Hildreth up by as many as 15. They kept about a 10-point lead throughout the second quarter. Three-pointer out on the edge. Aspergren hits another one, the fourth three of the ball game for the Falcons. So the two of the Bulldogs answered by the three of Wilcox Hildreth, 34 to 21. Milbach dribbles right wing. The original starters are out there for both teams, and Shelton throws to where the man just was. Roush cut. Clark turned. And by the time he noticed he was gone, he'd already let go of the basketball. Seventh turnover. Ullman, Clark, Demock, Muehlbach, and Rosh for Shelton. Heinrichs, Jenkins, Springer, Aspergren, and Van Lanningham for Wilcox-Hildreth. Heinrichs over to Jenkins, who had the couple quick fouls. Three fouls on Ortgiesen, two on Heinrichs, Jenkins, and Aspergren. Two on Ullman, the only problem at all for Shelton. Many more fouls on the Falcons in the first half. 34-21, nearly two minutes into the third quarter. Heinrichs on the dribble, 360 over Ullman. Tough shot, no good. Rebound grab by Clark. He's got a team-high five to Muehlbach. And down the middle of the floor, seeing if he can go coast-to-coast. He throws it up and in, and a blocking foul. Big shot that goes in. They wanted a charge, but I think I'll hedge towards that was a block. He got dinged earlier, and... That's what Coach Heinrichs is saying. What was the deal? And I just think he turned around just a moment too late. The deal is if he does it again, it'll be a charge. But Muehlbach keeps attacking the lane when it's there. And Jared gets that third foul called on A.J. Jenkins. And he will complete the three-point play. So five points quickly here for Muehlbach in the third quarter. And he's got 12. But again, a 10-point game. They haven't been able to get any closer. 34-24. Van Lanningham wide open underneath. They finally see him. Muehlbach was trying to locate him. Slowing it down a little bit. The Falcons off a couple screens. Right block. Van Lanningham fade away from six. Hand in his face. No good. Rebound brought down by Ullman. Ullman sprinting up the floor. Three on four. Now stutter dribble. Brings it in the lane. Throws it up. And there it is. There's the charge. It's not the same young man that drove, but it is the second charge on Jaden Ullman and his third total. And we're going to get a timeout called here by head coach Brent Heinrichs to go over some things. They made some adjustments. Now they got to adjust to the adjustments. 5.33 to go in the third quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score. Wilcox held with 34, Shelton 24. 
At Aceracare Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Aceracare Hospice, caring for moments that matter. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martina, TM Sporting Goods, on the Bricks, 2217 Central, Downtown Carney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, Doug Duda back with you here at Shelton. Again, we want to say thanks to our many fine sponsors. As after the timeout, it will be Wilcox Hildreth facing some pressure, and they throw it away. Just when Ort Giesen got by the defender, he went to fire it underneath the Van Lanningham and just put too much on it. The fourth turnover of the game on the Falcons. So Shelton now has the ball and a chance to get it into single digits with 5.20 to go in the third, 34-24. This has been the spot where Wilcox Hildreth always gets back-to-back buckets, but now Shelton finally has the ball in Clark's hands on the left wing. Bounce pass in the paint. It went through Mewok's hands, and it's stolen away. So turnover, Ort Giesen went and got it back. Eighth turnover on the Bulldogs. Push it up on the right wing. Ort Giesen back to the trailer. Aspergren, long three, comes up short. Heinrichs tried to get the loose ball, but it slides out of his hands all the way to the sideline and out of bounds. The key message during that timeout from Coach Heinrichs to his squad was hustle. He wants his kids to never be outworked, and that's why you had those two big collisions down there, the charge block calls on uh, two out of three possessions. If you're back and you're set, get some uh, plugging in the lane here a little bit. Shelton against the man-to-man, trying to spread it open the lane, take him off the dribble. Another pass deflected and another turnover here for the Bulldogs. Van Lanningham comes away with that one. So again, Shelton can't cut into the lead. Van Lanningham drives and a foul on Shelton. They just weren't in position to block the shot. Even if it was clean, that's one as an official. You just have to say (laughs) it's a foul. Uh, You can't argue it too much, and it's going to be the first on Evan Clark. So at the line, Jackson Van Lanningham, his first free throw of the game is no good. And Case Terry checks back in. Thursday night football, halftime, Vikings, Cardinals, 10-10. On ESPN, 1460 and 1550, they thought it would be a high-scoring game. So far, not so much. Second free throw, no good. Deflected right back to Van Lanningham, and he gets it anyway. So he missed both the free throws, but he's able to get the board and stick it to make it a 12-point game. Ullman into the front court. Gives it off to Warren into the corner. They'll go to Nemock. Mulebach is on the bench right now, trying to catch a breath. That pretty much leaves Ullman and Clark, the only shooters out there, and the third straight turnover for Shelton. Trying to get it inside, Matthew Heinrichs will bring the ball up the floor. Dribbles right down the middle and swings it to Aspergren on the right wing. On the elbow, they get it to uh, the big fella Springer. Underneath the Heinrichs has it blocked, but then it falls back into the hands of Springer, and he'll lay it up and in. So there you go, 38-24. Shelton had two opportunities, and they turn it over again. Fast break 
Ortgiesen takes it in too strong, no good. Rebound comes down to Nemock. Nemock heads to the other end, two on three. He'll come in, he'll draw the contact, he'll throw it up. No whistle, no bucket. Rebound put back up, Clark, no. Ullman, yes. Finally, something goes in for the Shelton Bulldogs. 38-26 after four consecutive turnovers. Van Lanningham, he'll show them a little taste of their own medicine. Drive, dish, Springer, layup, good. Back-to-back buckets for Caleb Springer, and now we're going up and down the floor again, 40-26. Bulldogs up top, Ullman against Heinrichs, off the dribble, forces the jumper, got the call. He got Heinrichs turned around a little bit, and Matthew with his third personal foul. So Heinrichs, Jenkins, Ortgies it all with three, and Ullman will go to the line, shoot two out of three. And the first of two on the way, and it is good. Shelton's going to bring in multiple players here in Mulebach, Romero, and Rosh. Staying in will be Warren and the free throw shooter, Jaden Ullman. Second free throw is up, and it is short. Long rebound comes out to Aspergren. That'll be his fourth. Into the front court. They force it underneath. There's Van Lanningham deep. Has to put the shot up with a little angle. Won't go rebound. Ullman, they want to chase to the other end. Fires it underneath the hoop, and Rosh is able to lay it up and score. 40-29, to 29, Wilcox Hildreth by 11. But the Bulldogs playing from behind the whole game. They scored the first bucket, and that was their only lead. Heinrichs, nice bounce pass to the wing. Van Lanningham decided not to finish. He'll kick it back out to Heinrichs. 2.30 to go, third quarter. 40-29. to 29. It's been an even game since the end of the first quarter when it was 16-6. Wilcox Hildreth gets it to Ortgies and on the right wing. High post. Back cut. Heinrichs fouled on the way up. Ullman very happy that it's not on him because it would have been his fourth. Instead, it's the first on Romero. But now about three times out of the last five trips, Wilcox Hildreth run that same play. And the free throw is up and in. For Matthew Heinrichs, his first point of the second half. He's got 10. 41-29, second one. Up and in. He didn't waste any time. They give it to him. He grabs it, he shoots, and he scores. A 13-point lead. Ullman between the circles. Quickly into the front court against the man-to-man defense of the Falcons. Off the screen. They'll get it up top to Kyle Rosh. Ooh, almost picked off, which would have been a layup the other way for Van Lanningham. But instead, it'll be Mulebach for three at the top of the key. No, and Heinrichs tips the rebound to himself, his sixth board. Van Lanningham, race to the other end, up to Springer, little deep, layup no good. Van Lanningham tries to save it, and Jackson does, gets it to Heinrichs. Comes down the middle of the paint, pushes Ullman out of the way, lost it. And the officials now pointed two different directions. They're going to have to have a little conference here. It was a short conference. Turnover, Wilcox Hildreth. Heinrichs was really trying to get that fourth foul on Ullman right there, and the officials weren't going to have anything to do with it. And they just called it basically a no call, and the ball out of bounds. Ullman's going to check out now on offense with those three fouls. Usually it would be the other way around if there was a dead ball on defense so that he wouldn't have to be in for a possession. But he's been in there for a little while. They're going to get him a rest and turn it over to Jared Mulebach. They're really sagging now more in the lane if he starts to dribble, drive, 
There's somebody that will slide over. Roush lost the handle. Van Lanningham knocks it away. And turnovers really hurting Shelton here in the third quarter. They've had an opportunity to cut into this lead, but just can't get closer than 10. Van Lanningham turns, spins, knocked it off the leg of Roush. Ball loose, picked up by Ortgies and 13-footer, no good. Nobody boxes out. Grower holes who's in. He'll put up a tough six-foot contested shot, and it will not go. And Roush has another rebound. One minute to go in the third quarter. Here is Nemock for three. It is no good. Backside, it's grabbed by Springer. A lot of pace and not a lot of scoring here the last two minutes. And Coach Heinrichs may have just called for one shot with 50 seconds to go. He's got a lot of guys with three fouls. He's got a lead. He's rested a couple of the kids, including his son, Matthew, the team's leading scorer. So they're going to shorten the game here. Ort Giesen. And Shelton's on them. They're making them work the ball. Muehlbach all over Aspergren about 25 feet away to Ortgiesen. If you overplay them, they'll attack. 23 seconds. They'll back it out again. Shelton does not want to pick up a cheapie here, though, 25 feet away by reaching or grabbing or bodying up. Van Lanningham working on Romero. 13 seconds to go, and now they'll give it to Aspergren. He'll bring it to the top of the circle, and they'll get the play in motion. Van Lanningham off the screen, gets it to Aspergren, and there is that kind of cheap foul. Muehlbach trying to fight off the screen, just got his arm tied up. And for Jared, that'll be his second personal foul, team foul. Four seconds remain in the quarter, and Wilcox Hildreth will throw it in underneath the hoop. So they've got time to either lob it into Grauerholtz or maybe even chuck it out for an Ortgiesen three. Let's see what they do. Now they're going to lob it out for an Aspergen three. Left corner, short, no good, and that is the end of quarter number three. So a lot of activity, a lot of hustle, but not much change on the deficit in this basketball game. It was 12 at half. It's 13 now. Wilcox held with 42, Shelton 29 here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, let's do our seeds to success to start the fourth quarter. Brought to you by Craig Weeches, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and MobilePioneer.com on your smartphone. As Shelton gets the ball to start the fourth quarter, Muehlbach lost it. He thought he was fouled. Instead, it'll be the 13th turnover for Shelton. Shelton's got 29 points. They cannot turn it over like they did in the third quarter, and they've got a chance to get back in the ballgame. Wilcox Hildreth just can't get in foul trouble as they get it on the low post. little jump hook from Ortgiesen is up and in. His ninth point, 44-29. But 
Shelton's got to get it to eight first. They've had it at 10, and it's always got Maddox to 15, and it is again. Three-pointer Clark. It's too strong. No good. Two of nine from downtown for Shelton. And the rebound brought down by Lance Aspergren. And Shelton's not getting many offensive boards. Aspergren a three right up the floor. No good. Van Lanningham got it. It's blocked from behind by Nemock. And at the other end, Clark misses the layup. Rebound again by Clark. No good. Heinrichs tries to get the loose ball. He does. One on three. Matthew takes it into the paint. Shot blocked by Ullman. Got it again. Put it up. Won't go. Fight for the loose ball. Still loose out at the top of the circle. Grabbed by Mielbach. Takes it to the other end and finally finishes. And a timeout going to be called here by Wilcox Hildreth. So even though each team just scored a bucket, Coach Heinrichs is going to call a timeout. With the score 44-31 in favor of Shelton, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. It's the dream of every American, your own home. And TNT Contracting brings that dream to you with the incomparable beauty and craftsmanship that only they can provide. Whether your old home is not big enough or you're looking to update it, TNT Contracting can complete your new home or remodel on time, on budget. TNT Contracting can help you with everything, including the design of your new home or remodel. Call Todd and Tim today at TNT Contracting. Check out their Facebook page for contact information and more. They are what you might say dynamite at what they do. Wilcox Hildreth now needs to control the pace of the basketball game. They don't want to get in a track meet, even though Shelton's starting to look a little winded. We told you that that might be the case with only nine varsity players suited up. And they'll break the press, get it underneath. The short jumper is missed. Offensive rebound, and Olman might have just got his fourth foul as Ortgiesen got the miss from Grauerholtz and will go to the line to shoot two. Foul will be called on Dalton Warren, his first. 15 foul on the Bulldogs, just two this half on Wilcox-Hildreth after they were over the double-digit limit in the first half, and the free throw by Ortgiesen is no good. On the floor, Heinrichs, Ortgiesen, Grauerholtz just checking in is Springer along with Jenkins. Second free throw up, and it is good for Garrett. He's got 10 points off the bench tonight. Had to fill in for Jenkins early, who got into foul trouble. 45-31, Wilcox, Hildreth, Shelton basketball. At the top of the circle is Evan Clark. Clark starts to drive. Little contact, got rid of the ball to Nemock, and a hand check foul, A.J. Jenkins. That'll be his fourth and the third team foul on the Falcons. At the free throw line, Shelton has done a pretty good job if they can get back there. They're 9 out of 12. And for Wilcox-Hildreth, they're right at 50%, 5 out of 10. Jenkins out, Van Lanningham back in. And it'll be Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. Into the corner to Ullman. Ullman for the three. It will not go. Long rebound is grabbed by Van Lanningham, his third. And Heinrichs will walk the ball up the floor. 45-31. Shelton will have a tough, tough test playing their second consecutive rated team in Kennesaw here at home tomorrow night. Then it's off to Red Cloud and Lawrence Nelson next week. Mismatch underneath. They get it to Grauerholtz. He missed it. He missed it again. And then Heinrichs comes in and cleans it up. And Shelton had been doing a pretty good job on the boards. But now here, as they're getting tired, they are getting beat to the glass 
especially on the defensive end, offensive boards being pulled down and points being made by Wilcox Hildreth. Now their largest lead of the game, 47-31. to 31. With it is Warren. Warren gives it to Ullman, tries to work one-on-one with Heinrichs, and the ball slips out of his hand. Turnover number 14 for Shelton. Ullman out and back in will be Jared Muehlbach. And Wilcox Hildreth will be bringing Jenkins and Aspergren in at the next dead ball. 5.15 to go. Shelton trying to trap the ball. They'll get it around to Springer on the right wing. Up top, Heinrichs will fire the three off the front of the rim. It is no good. The ball deflected out of bounds to Shelton. Again earlier tonight, Wilcox Hildreth cruised in the girls' game 53-18. to Carney Catholic had no problem taking care of Adams Central tonight on the breeze, 68-17. to We'll give you some other final scores here as we continue to progress, but before we can say that, we've got another foul on Muehlbach's drive. And Shelton will take it at you. If they can't get into the lane, they'll set up and run their offense, but there have been a lot of duck-your-heads-and-goes, and Jenkins has just fouled out of the ball game. A.J. didn't have a lot of luck tonight, just one rebound, and he'll foul out with 5.03 remaining here in the contest. Shelton will bring the ball in and try and get a bucket here. Down 47-31. Only two points here in the first three minutes of the fourth quarter. They'll back up and Muehlbach will fire the three. It's no good. Clark got the rebound and he's going to be fouled. Evens the fouls at five apiece. And this one will be called on Van Lanningham, his second. Ullman in, Clark out. 4.50 4.50 remaining as the sub is made, and now we're ready to go. Rosh will dump it into the corner to Ullman, up top to Muehlbach. Thinking about a long three, takes a dribble, fires, hits. Jared Muehlbach with a game-high 17 points. But the problem is that's half of his team's total, and that's kind of what it's going to be with Ullman and Muehlbach most of the year, 47-34, and nearly picked away as they had the trap on Lance Aspergen. Both teams 1-1 one one on the season. Wilcox Hildreth gets to play their first home game tomorrow against Alma. The next week, Arapahoe and Pleasanton. Heinrichs on the inbounds. The middle of the lane is open. Got his defender on his hip and drives in and scores. And Matt now leads the way with 15 points for Wilcox Hildreth. Muehlbach goes for back-to-back threes, but it won't go. Rebound brought down by Lance Aspergren. He's right on the sideline, so he called for a walk. He's trapped there, nowhere to go. They were trying to get a quick timeout, but... Didn't work. That's only the sixth turnover for Wilcox Hildreth, and a couple of them have been good hustle plays like we just saw there. Now we're ready to roll again. 49-34. Shelton down by 15, 4-10 to go. Clark will try the three from the corner. It won't go, but running it down in the right-hand corner will be Kyle Roche. Punched out of his hands. A lot of inbounds plays. And right now for Shelton, that's okay because if they can just chuck it in and shoot a three instead of setting something up, but they've got to hit a few. They're one of six in the quarter, and that puts them three of 14 in the game. Nemock will throw it into Ullman, steps through the double team, a little out of control, takes the one-hand jumper, won't go, and Caleb Springer will get his sixth rebound. 49-34, Wilcox Hildreth, 345 to go in the game. 
High post Springer keeps that right pivot foot, and he finds Garrett Ortgiesen, who lays it up and in. Great assist from Springer, and Ortgiesen having a great game tonight here for the Falcons. Five of the quarter, 12 of the game. Muehlbach again kicks it out for Nemock. Three-pointer good. That was so pure at about kicked back out of the net. That's the first bucket of the entire game of any kind for Colin Nemock. 51-37, trapping, getting across the timeline, try to throw it down to Heinrichs. They overshoot him and out of bounds. So Shelton going to use every ounce of energy that they have left. 51-37. Earlier tonight in girls' action, Wood River beat St. Paul 58-38, Sutton over Cross County. Southern Valley beat Gothenburg in a great one, 66-62 in girls' action. Lexington beat Holdridge 50-43. First time Lex has beaten the Holdridge girls, I believe, in quite a while. That's a big win for the ladies. Central City beat Boone Central Newman Grove tonight. Foul called on Ortgiesen away from the ball. His fourth, still not in the bonus. So underneath the hoop, they'll throw it into the corner to Jay Nolman. Tries to work Heinrich. He's it out to Mulebach. Jared's three is off the mark. He knew it. He chases it. Big collision between him and Heinrichs. The two go to the floor, and it's off of Matthew. They decided that that could have been a foul either way, so they just let it go. And Shelton will throw it in. Coach Heinrichs thinking about taking a timeout here. He's not sure about the health of his kid. And not just his kid, but his player. Ullman catch and shoot three off the inbounds, and it's good. That's the first three of the game for Jaden Ullman. He's got ten. 51 to 40, 245 to go. Heinrichs lobs it down low. Springer's open. He gets the layup. That is what happens when you overplay the ball and don't get the steal. That leaves somebody free once the press is broke. And that's exactly what the Falcons took advantage of. Ullman, turnaround jumper is blocked by Heinrichs. That's his fourth block shot of the game. 220 to go. Shelton really pressing. And here's a three pointer by Asperger, and he hits it. Definitely not needed, but it's the third three-pointer of the game. And it's 56-40. to 40. So just like that, back out to 16. Mule box three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Garrett Ortgiesen. And how soon will they take the air out of the ball here? The Falcons have this one. No need to even shoot it. No need to attack. No need to shoot a three. Just run your offense. They will to Springer on the post. Out top to Heinrichs. He'll take the three, and they foul him, trying to box him out. And Matt Heinrichs will go to the line to shoot three. He's four of four at the line. The fourth foul on Ullman. Oh, they're going to say after, after, so no free throws. Cross those off. They'll get it to Van Lanningham. He's doubled down and it's stolen away. Good job by Rosh to force the turnover. Picked up by Evan Clark. Gives it to Mulebach. Mulebach has it blocked by Ortgiesen. Right back to Jared. Jared trying to find a little opening and finally has to throw it off of him. And Shelton's got to be a little careful right now. They're frustrated. They've been playing. They've been playing hard. And uh, I think that uh, head coach Marcus Donner kind of sees that, and he's going to make the subs right here. The game is over. A minute 33 to go. Shelton has tried and tried and tried. They just haven't been able to get it closer than 10. And now it's 16. And so... Teams are trying to sub. They're going to clear the bench here. 
For Shelton, that's only nine kids, so almost everybody's already been in. Cameron Berglund gets in there. Evan Clark stays. Dalton Warren. Case Terry on the floor, as is Dan Romero. Back in is Grauer Holtz for Wilcox Hildreth. Some of the new faces will include Clayton Nichols. He's number 32 if you're listening here in the gym tonight. Get a couple more numbers here for you. Looks like uh, Bryce Tobiasen, a freshman, is in. Shelton lost the handle on a basketball, so it comes over to Wilcox Hildreth. Riley Poole is in the game, and so is Michael Douglas. Not that one, but Michael Douglas is in the game. Into the front court, the ball almost stolen away, but gathering it back up is Tobiasen. Top of the circle is Grauerholtz. A minute 10 to go. 56-40, Wilcox Hildreth. The Falcons will come on the road and get the sweep tonight. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up. Falcons spread the floor. They post up. Nichols, the freshman, got it underneath. Turnaround jumper won't go. Evan Clark grabs the rebound. His eighth of the game. Trying to go all the way. Does. Draws the foul off the glass, and it is in. Evan Clark with his first bucket since the first quarter. He's now got seven. And it's 56-42, a chance for a three-point play. First foul of the game on Tobias, and it could have been on about four Falcons because they were all there trying to block the way to the hoop. And Clark will put it up, and it bounces around no good. And the tallest man on the floor, Lance Grauer holds will grab the rebound. Coach Heinrich's telling me that this kid's got a future. Look at him. He dribbles it all the way up the floor, got it blocked, and then he came back down, and that is a walk, but they will call a jump instead of the walk. And it will stay with Wilcox Hildreth. It was so unusual that it took another half a second to blow the whistle. Falcons will get it in underneath their hoop. They try to get it to Grauerholtz. He's got to go with a little jump hook. As it was well defended, no good. Rebound brought down by Douglas, and a foul called. It's going to go on Romero. And a chance for Michael Douglas to get in the scorebook. Or as we like to say, the Carney Hub. When I played at Ord, it was always the independent. Whatever the paper is, if you were one of the kids that got in late in the ball game, that was a way to get your name in the paper, is to score. And that's exactly what Douglas does here. Second free throw on the way, and he got them both. Two for two for Douglas. 58-42, 35 seconds to go. Wilcox Hildreth up the floor. Case Terry stops at the top of the circle, gives it to Berglund. Back up top to Clark. Clark, long straightaway three, and it's too strong. Long rebound comes out to Romero. Back to Clark, tries to drive, lost the handle. Stolen away by Riley Poole. 15 seconds to go to Grauer Holtz. Crossover dribble. Gives it off to Poole. Poole checks the clock, drives the baseline, and as he goes up, a hard foul by Evan Clark. And now Poole will shoot two free throws. Five seconds to go. Shelton will fall to one and two. And Wilcox Hildreth will go to two and one, and we'll give you all the details on the postgame show. As Poole's first free throw. Attempt is on the way and good. So the starters were shooting 50% from the line. The backups are up for Poole and no good. So they only missed one, but an offensive rebound. Back up and in by Clayton Nichols. 
So Nichols getting his suit up tonight, got the offensive put back, and that's the end of the basketball game. And the final score actually will be the largest lead of the night for Wilcox Hildreth. They win it 61-42. to We had a 10-point game there momentarily, but Shelton couldn't get any closer, and it ends up being a 19-point victory for the Falcons. We'll talk with Coach Brent Heinrichs, give you the final numbers and more on the New West Post Game Show. Stay with us here on Classic Hits. Just like your car, your furnace needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take pride in the work they do and in catching problems before they happen so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back to Shelton. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Blaze. Get to christen a new gym here with Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Beautiful facility, so we're looking forward to being back here again in the near future. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. New West, no matter the activity, they're here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. 10-10 Thursday night football with eight minutes to go in the third quarter. If you're heading home, you want to check that out. You can hear it on ESPN 1460-1550 between the Vikings and the Cardinals. Let's run through some stats here for you, and then Coach Heinrichs will join us. First off for Shelton tonight, Jaden Ullman, 10 points, five rebounds, one block shot. Case Terry had a rebound. Evan Clark ends up with seven points. He has a team-high eight rebounds in the contest and one block shot. Colin Nemock hit a three-point bucket for his total. He had two rebounds and two blocks. Dalton Warren had two rebounds. Jared Muehlbach led the Bulldogs tonight with 17 points, three rebounds. Dan Romero had a rebound, and Kyle Rosh had five points and four rebounds. 14 rebounds in the first half unofficially and 12 in the second half. As far as three free-throw shooting, seven of nine in the first half and two of four in the second half. Three-point shooting, the majority of them came here in the fourth quarter. They were two of six in the first half. They put up 11 of them there in quarter number four. So in the second half, three out of 13 from three-point land. And as far as the turnovers go, six in the first half and 10 in the second half of play. Shelton had 19 points at halftime, 23 in the second half, 42 points. 26 rebounds, 9 of 13 from the free throw line, 5 of 19 from three-point land, and a total of four block shots. 
along with 16 turnovers. Shelton will fall to one and two on the season, and they will host state-rated Kennesaw tomorrow, and then next Friday and Saturday at Red Cloud and at Lawrence Nelson, and in the holiday tournament, they draw Exeter Milligan in the first round, so that will not be an easy task. We'll look at the uh, Wilcox-Hildreth stats in a moment, but Coach Brent Heinrichs joins us, and Coach, uh, you just wouldn't let Shelton get this thing under 10 points in the second half. Well, uh, <laughs> we uh, seem like we tried to give him chances. We talked about at halftime how we didn't want to let Millbaugh, uh, you know, he's got some a good drive, he's quick, and get to the front of the rim, and you know, that's exactly what we did. We talked about uh, not, you know, we always got one or two guys that we don't let them behind us, and we did a couple times. And, and give Shelton credit. They took advantage, uh, you know, uh, on those mistakes that we made. But, uh, you know, we're a young team, and we're trying to iron some of those things out. We're trying to play hard all the time, which we're not yet. I know they think they are, but we're not. And, uh, you know, we've got some work to do. But, uh, hey, uh, it's a good win, and Shelton's much improved, and uh, we're happy to uh, get out of here. Two keys that uh, we kind of talked about, and I was talking about it with Coach Donner before the, the ball game, is they couldn't get blown out on the boards. You guys should have the advantage on the boards coming into tonight, and uh, you you did, but the more offensive boards you got in the second half uh, allowed you every time it got to 10 or 11, you could take it to 15 or 16. Yeah, and we, we Springer did a good job in there, and uh, you know we got some guys kind of banged up, but I you know we got some, some boards when we needed them. We gave them some second and third chance points, which – you know, I wasn't happy with. Yes, that that's one of our strong points. That should be an advantage for us in most games, and uh, uh, it needs to be more so, more profounded, and more consistent uh, rebounding advantage. So, um, you know, yeah, that serves us well. We missed some point blank shots when we got in there, uh, but you know, it's just growing pains. We got a tough game tonight, might against Alma, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can iron some more stuff out. When you take care of the ball, you give yourself chances. You took, you again took care of the ball. Uh, I only had you for eight turnovers, and a couple of those you could put down as as hustle turnovers, ones where you grabbed the ball and just couldn't keep the feet or something like that. So, has that uh, been the case the first couple of games? Yeah, uh, we well? turned the ball over quite a bit against Sumner. Our turnovers were real low against Elwood. You know, we don't have a lot of guys uh, that are real comfortable putting on the floor and driving and really making things uh, happen as much as maybe we did in the past. So. Your turnover numbers going to be less, but your easy baskets are going to be less as well. So, uh, you know, we want to continue to develop that, uh, you know, that aggressiveness, that trying to beat guys off to dribble and turn it into a two-on-one or three-on-two situation. But uh, two over three games, we've turned it over uh, low. Um, you know, it's still work in progress. We got to be strong with the ball. We got to chin it up, and we got to see when we got advantages behind their press to to get more easy baskets. We. Um, we need to get more easy baskets if we're going to uh, really be a, a decent team. Talk about the play, and we're chatting with Coach Brent Heinrichs. Talk about the play of Ort Giesen tonight. He doesn't start for you, but when Jenkins picked up two quick fouls, he's immediately called into action probably you know, a little sooner than he would have thought. You know, he, he did a great job tonight, and, uh, you know, I'm really uh, happy about that. Garrett is – nobody's worked harder in our program than Garrett Ort Giesen, and, you know, you want uh, good things to happen to kids with that kind of work ethic, and – uh, you know, I was just uh, really proud of the way he played both defensively and offensively. Uh, you know, he came into his own tonight and he, he played. He, he seemed confident and, uh, and more sure what he was doing and knocked down some shots and played excellent defense on mule ball, I thought. So, uh, yeah, hats off to him. And uh, you know, like I said, you, you want to see good things happen to those kids that come into your program and work their tails off. And uh, no, no, no person in our program more so than him. 
Brent, you play your summer ball or do whatever you do or go to a camp, and then football season comes along and you get your three weeks or sometimes for some schools even less before you play your first game. So how are you adjusting to the loss of Tristan Farley? You know, that's a big loss. He's a great uh, athlete. He can jump. He can run. He can he can do about everything. So it's it's a big loss. You know, it is. And we were counting. We knew we had him and Matthew coming back from last year's, you know, squad that was very successful. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And uh, sports injuries happen, and you got to adapt and overcome. And uh, we got some young guys that are working hard. Um, you know, we know we're not going to have that big athletic guy in there. So we've got to make up for it by doing the dirty work better, by, by playing sound defense. Our defense still needs an upgrade, but uh, uh, just something we're just going to continue to work on, just try to chop down one tree at a time, overcome one hurdle at a time, get more efficient in our offensive sets, and uh, you know try to win some of those coin flip games uh, that we see on our schedule. Well, for those that think that Matthew Heinrichs has to carry the load, we saw tonight that that's not going to be the case. There's some nights it's going to be on his shoulders. But just talk about from the coach-slash-dad perspective with, with his sidekick, Tristan, not there, not that one-two punch, uh, how, how he's kind of handled this. He's, his demeanor always seems like it wouldn't bother him, but how, how has he handled it? You know, and they're good friends. They're in the same class. And, uh, you know, obviously he'd love to have Tristan out here uh, with us, and, and I would too. But, you know, uh, Tristan tried to practice the other day, and it didn't work out for him. So, uh, you know, God bless him. He did everything he could to try to get himself back on the floor. We understood that. And, uh, and Matthew understands, you know, that, uh, you know, that's, that's the breaks and life gives you that sometimes too. And then our team, uh, is going to have to go forward without Tristan, um, you know, later on without Jackson, who's going to have shoulder surgery. So, um, it is what it is. And, uh, we got to make the best of it with what we got. And, uh, I think he understands that, you know, and, uh, I thought for a minute we might be without him. He didn't, he was sick yesterday, but, uh, you know, he, a little bit uh, slow tonight, but I, I thought he got it through pretty good. Well, let's wrap it up with this. Uh, the first three games on the road, but now the next five are at home because you ha- host your holiday tournament. Alma tomorrow, next week Arapahoe, and Pleasanton. Talk about this little stretch before Christmas. Alma, I went to that game the other night. They beat Elm Creek, who's, who's, a, who's a pretty darn good team. Um, uh, Tanner always has those guys playing well. So Coach Rummer does a great job down to Alma, and they're going to be uh, – they're always very sound. You know, they, they, they're, they're sharp offensively. you got some good shooters. Conert, uh, Kavori kid, among others, and and uh, it's going to be a battle tomorrow night. You know, it's one of those games that you look at that I looked at that hey, it could go either way. We've got to execute well. Um, Pleasanton also is is a team that's up and coming. They played with Axtell Tough the other night. Uh, they're getting better all the time. Uh, you know, the holiday tournament, uh, Kennesaw is going to be the favorite there. Obviously, it's at our place. Uh, but uh, we don't want to get. We just want to look at a game or two and just try to improve ourselves week by week. And uh, you know, I don't have to look very far to find a lot of things we need to work on. But uh, we're going to continue to work on them. And uh, you know, maybe we can find ourselves in a tight game with one of those upper echelon teams like Kennesaw, who's a very upper echelon team, uh, Amherst, Axtell, uh, teams like that, and uh, and give ourselves a chance or something like that. So we got to keep working at it. All right, coach. Congratulations. Have a good Christmas. We'll see you soon. Thanks so much, Doug. You too. Brent Heinrichs, one of the best around. We need more guys like him to coach the kids out here. He's done a great job. We'll take a break. We'll look at the final stats for the Falcons right after this. 
Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Back on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Here's a look at the final numbers now for the Falcons. I had Matthew Heinrichs leading the way. Three players in double figures. He had 15 points, nine rebounds, and four block shots. A.J. Jenkins had one rebound. Garrett Ortgiesen, 12 points, two rebounds, and a block. Caleb Springer, 14 points, seven rebounds. Lance Aspergren hit three threes, had nine points, six rebounds. Jackson Van Lanningham, four points, three rebounds. But what he did defensively is probably bigger than what those two little stats are right there. He seemed to be all over the place tonight. Michael Douglas hit a couple of free throws in the fourth quarter, had a rebound. Lance Grauerholtz had two points and six rebounds. And then at the end there, Clayton Nichols came in and got two points and a rebound. 16 rebounds in the first half, 20 in the second half. Free throw shooting 2 of 4 in the first half, 6 of 10 in the second half. Three-point shooting 3 of 10 in the first half and 2 of 6, 2 of 7, excuse me, in the uh, second half of play. Turnovers, just 2 in the first half, 6 in the second half. Wilcox Hildreth had 31 points at halftime, 30 in the second half, and the Falcons finished with 61 points, 36 rebounds, 8 out of 14 at the free throw line, 5 of 17 from 3-point land, 5 block shots, 8 turnovers. The Falcons are now 2-1 and one on the season. With the 61-42 win over Shelton, they'll host Alma tomorrow, Arapahoe one week from tonight, and Pleasanton on the 19th before their holiday tournament on the 28th and 29th. We'll wrap it up, update some UNK and high school basketball scores right after this. Where else can you get so much great food for such an affordable price? Sportsman's Restaurant and Lounge in sunny downtown Gibbon. For years, they've prided themselves in being more bang for the buck and making homemade food fresh right there, like their famous prime rib dinners or their huge jumbo ham-breaded shrimp. What about the freshest salad and fruit bars around? Make the drive to sunny downtown Gibbon and be a part of great family, food, and tradition. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. 
Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. And one final time, Doug Duda with our producer-engineer, Jeff Becker. Jeff Ekstrom. I'm looking at the name Becker. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff Ekstrom taking care of us back at the studios on the New West Post Game Show. I think we've called Jeff about everything here in the last year, so uh, double apology. UNK women, Laramie Becker goes for 29 tonight as they beat Southwest Baptist 89-75. to In the men's game, it is UNK trailing, and now it has just become a final, and this is a tough one because... Southwest Baptist winning at home 70-60 to over the UNK men tonight despite the Connor Baronic 26-point performance uh, for the Lopers. So the UNK men uh, fall tonight in this contest and uh, the Lopers playing without the big man in Ethan Brozick this evening and it uh, hurts them as they fall 70-60. to The teams are at Fort Hayes State on Saturday. The Wayne State volleyball team a four-set winner over Carson Newman of Tennessee to advance to the Division II National Semifinals tomorrow night against Palm Beach Atlantic. Uh, that game will be tomorrow night semifinal at 6.30 Central Time down in Tampa. The other side had Wheeling Jesuit and Western Washington advancing on. In Thursday night football, two and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Arizona 17, Minnesota 10. It's currently airing on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And taking a look at some Thursday night games of note in the high school. On the girls' side, Central City cruises past Boone Central, Newman Grove 47-21. to Fullerton over Central Valley tonight. Kearney Catholic beat Adams Central 68-17. Lexington over Holdridge 50-43. to Sandy Creek over Centennial tonight. Southern Valley in a great game over Gothenburg, 66-62. Superior beat Blue Hill, 47-36. Sutton over Cross County, 45-22. York beat Waverly in overtime. And Wood River was a winner over St. Paul, 58-38. Those in girls' contest tonight. Not much in yet on the boys' side. Southern Valley did beat Gothenburg, 48-32. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. Wilcox Hildreth wins the girls' game 53-18 behind the 13 points of Sophie Gruel and 11 points from Bridget Beisel. Tristan Stopcotty led the Lady Bulldogs with nine. And in the boys' game, it was 17 points for Jared Muehlbach, 10 for Jaden Ullman. Shelton falls here at home to Wilcox Hildreth, who was led by Matt Heinrichs with 15 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 blocks. Caleb Springer, 14 points, 7 rebounds, and Garrett Ortkies off the bench with 12 points. Wilcox Hildreth wins it 61-42. to Tomorrow night, Gibbon hosting Arcadia Loop City here on Classic Hits. Kearney Catholic Ord on ESPN 1460. Hastings Holdridge on 1230 KHAS. Then Saturday afternoon, it's Donovan Trumbull at Kennesaw beginning at 430 here on Classic Hits. Kearney High at Omaha Burke beginning at 530 on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda saying once again the final, 61-42. Wilcox Hildreth over the Shelton boys. Have a great night, everyone.
Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. When you've been around for more than a century, you understand the power of generations, the value of nurturing and developing those who will carry on the legacy of agriculture and food production. That's why the Aurora Cooperative helps young people gain the experience, expertise, and wisdom to feed the world, be good stewards, become responsible community leaders, and continue setting the example for the generations that follow. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Proceeding has been a KKPR sports production brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com. The show.